Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Are you looking to wager on all the big games in sports? Well, man, do I have the best deal for you. How about going with my friends at Bet Online? This is one of the busiest times of year. College football, NFL, hockey is starting, NBA upcoming, baseball playoffs soon as well. Plus, hey, the Ryder Cup so you can lay some money down on Team USA as well. 50% off your welcome bonus today with Bet Online. Head on over to betonline.ag. That's betonline.ag. It's a 50% bonus up to $1,000 with our promo code BELIEVE. That's B L E A V. B L E A V. Bet Online. Betonline.ag is the website. Bet Online, where the game starts. Fall is simply football season, and fans across the country are hoping that preseason hype leads to postseason success. In the NFL, we'll see if early Super Bowl favorites like the Chiefs, Eagles, 49ers, and Bills can hold off up-and-comers. And college football fans are wondering if Georgia will make it a three-peat or if top-ranked challengers like Michigan or Florida State can take home the national championship trophy. The college football and NFL seasons are defined by big plays, injuries, and coaching decisions. As a football fan, I also want to hear about the behind-the-scenes and off-field stories that shape the season. The football interviews and topics you hear on the ML Sports Platter are shaped by lessons learned at St. Bonaventure University. The online Master of Arts in Sports Journalism at St. Bonnie equips reporters and hosts for digital storytelling across the sports world. Students learn how to tell compelling stories through digital and traditional platforms. They are also encouraged to envision the future of sports journalism with their capstone projects. This 100% online degree builds on decades of academic excellence, and I'm a proud Bonnie, and I can tell you that you can join me in a growing list of notable graduates, including the New York Post's Mike Vaccaro and ESPN's Raina Banks. In fact, you'll hear from an accomplished alum or industry expert during video masterclasses in each course. Contact an enrollment advisor at sbujournalism.com. That's sbujournalism.com today to learn more about the online Master of Sports Journalism. That's sbujournalism.com. Hey, this is Joe Theismann, and you're listening to the ML Sports Platform. ML Sports Platter back with you all over the major platforms. Download, subscribe, rate, and review. We are brought to you by Stanley Law Offices, the title sponsor of the ML Sports Platter. Together, they'll work to get you the maximum reward. And a tip of the cap, thank you as well to Courtney of Maple Down Senior Living Community, CH Insurance, Brian Conboy of Mass Mutual New York State, and friends of the program, the Swan and Whitaker families, Bob Lindsley and Daryl. Abert. All right, here we go. Week five in the NFL, and you're going to hear this podcast after the Thursday night game. So, you know, again, sometimes I can, you know, time it out where uh, the podcast will come, you know, on the Thursday before the Thursday game type of a thing or uh, whatever the case may be, uh, previewing all the games sometimes on a Wednesday. But in a lot of cases, I can't really get to it and and, and launch it until Friday, um, which is fine. Um, podcast, you know, we listen to things, you know, on demand and, and how we want, but just a dreadful game uh, on a Thursday night. And listen, <clears throat> the Chicago Bears, they should have beaten the Broncos. Uh, their coaching failed them. Uh, game management, horrible. How, how do you, how do you, I, I just, I'm still trying to wrap my head around the Bears' decision making on, 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 you know, that, that, that fourth and short uh, to try to, you know, draw the Broncos off sides. Uh, they call a timeout only to go back out and go for it uh, instead of kicking the field goal, not getting it. And then, of course, Denver goes down and kicks a game-winning field goal. I, I just don't I, – I just can't understand this stuff. 
and Justin Fields really had a statistical day for history in Chicago Bears uh, lore. Um, what gives me the idea that with that coaching, that you know those problems, uh, Justin Fields not really getting a lot of help. Um, I know Denver de- Denver's defense is really, 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 really bad. But my God, I mean, Justin Fields, maybe he isn't the A number one problem. He is a problem, but maybe he's not the A number one problem. Seriously. Gosh, why am I picking anything for Chicago in this game? I have to go commanders. And of course, in the NFL world, watch the Bears upset him. You know, the commanders have been impressive. Sam Howell, uh, Robinson Jr., they got a lot of, you know, versatile young guys. Uh, the defensive lines have been pretty good other than the Buffalo game. Uh, I'm going to take the Commanders at home. Spreads five and a half. Give me Washington by six points, 30 to 24. Meanwhile, the Saints are at the Patriots. This is a really interesting game because, you know, the banged up Saints go into New England. New England looks eh. New England's been bad at home this year as well. They're 0-2. I got a weird feeling about Belichick. I think this is a game that they just take it to the New Orleans Saints, keep the ball away from them. Stevenson has an 100-yard game. Uh, and, and the defense just takes over. Now, having said that, Gonzalez, the corner, and Judon injuries. And as I record this, it looks like they're going to miss some time here. So um, it's going to be a really hard game for them to win from an injury standpoint, a depth standpoint. But I'm just going to do it for the hell of it. 13-10, to 10, New England gets it done uh, in Foxborough. Meanwhile, um, and by the way, the Patriots are favored by a point. The Bills and the Jaguars from London. Breakfast and the Bills. That's what I'm doing Sunday morning. Five and a half point favorites are... The Buffalo Bills. Interesting uh, 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 storyline here to this game, though, <clears throat> is Jacksonville beating Atlanta in London and then playing in London again. They've just stayed over there and let their body clocks get in, you know get used to that European time zone and all the rest. Um, you know, clearly here, uh, offense is going to be big. You've got Josh Allen versus Josh Allen, and Josh Allen I think had what three sacks last week against the Atlanta Falcons, and Josh Allen, the quarterback, had another day for the ages. He's already got over a thousand yards this season with nine touchdowns and four interceptions. I'm looking for what team establishes the run more in this game and then allows their quarterback to perform the magic tricks. Uh, I think Trevor Lawrence will need more of the ground game than Josh Allen just because I don't think he's as good a quarterback as Josh, of course. But, um, you know, Travis Etienne, uh, Delvin, uh, uh, James Cook, excuse me, who's going to get it done there? We have star receivers on both sides in terms of Stephon Diggs and, of course, uh, Kelvin Ridley. Um, I think this is a really, really, really hard game for the Bills from the standpoint that the Jaguars have been over there and their clocks are there and all the rest. Doug Peterson's a really big-time head coach, but the Jaguars have also underachieved this year to a degree. Last week, I think, was their coming out party after we were waiting for like, hey, where is this team that we all picked to win the division? I haven't seen many people who haven't picked the Jaguars to win the division. So last week was finally the team, and I'm wondering how Doug Peterson, another offensive mind, right, another offensive whiz, a guru, and all the rest, like Mike McDaniel last week, how does he try to attack the Bills' defense? How does Sean McDermott control the Jaguars' offense? So far, McDermott has been nails. And, you know, normally McDermott's taken advantage of like B plus or B minus to like A quarter uh, to F quarterbacks. He's very rarely like dominated the elite quarterbacks. Having said that, Everybody anointed, not everybody, but a lot of people anointed Tua and the Dolphins and the offense and all that as the greatest of all time going into last week. And McDermott completely and utterly took it to him. Uh, And really, Sam Howell, nobody's going to confuse him with Johnny Unitas or John Elway or Tom Brady or Joe Montana, but he's had a pretty good year and he's given the commanders a very, very formidable offense here. Um, You know, for example... Washington has really, really good offensive weapons, but many would say that they're not as good as Atlanta. But why is Washington 2-2 two and two, um, 
and and looking a lot better than an Atlanta team at two and two right now because their quarterback Sam Howell has played miles better than Desmond Ritter. It's weird. They have they have similar records, but most people would say the Commanders are a better team, and it's basically because of. Sam Howell. So the Bills dominated him as well. Would they sack him nine times? Quarterback hurries, batted balls, and all the rest. I'm picking Buffalo, but I'm going to pick them close. I think the line's a little large here, five and a half. Flying across the pond and all that, preparing body clocks. Jags are on the same one that they've been on. I think the Bills, maybe it's a slow start and all that. The Bills are going to need maybe a turnover or two defensively to kind of keep the momentum going into the second half. I think they get that with due time. It's going to be a new world now again without Trey White. You're going to have Christian Benford and Dane Jackson as your starting corners. I'm going to take Buffalo. I think they intercept Trevor Lawrence twice in this game. I think the defense creates some turnovers. I think it's a low-scoring game. I think they're going to try to neutralize Ridley and Kirk with... Um, you know, mixing and matching corners. Taron Johnson is a huge, huge, huge guy in this game for me because Doug Peterson loves to mix and match receivers in terms of the slot and the boundary. And Johnson maybe is a guy who can clog lanes as a nickel corner and all that. Plus Terrell Bernard, who's had a great year so far. Those guys getting into the middle of the field, you know, being ball hawkers, doing their thing, Matt Milano, those kind of linebackers being able to shoot gaps and fill holes and deflect balls and make it very uncomfortable for the Jaguars, you know, across the middle and all the rest. I think Greg Rousseau puts pressure on him. Leonard, Leonard Floyd, the Jags offensive line's got to deal with Daquan Jones, Tim Settle, and Ed Oliver, who pushed the hell out of Miami's offensive line last week. I'm going to go Buffalo in this game, <clears throat> 27-23 in London. Texans at the Falcons. Boy, do they love playing for D'Amico Ryans and C.J. Stroud's looking really, really good. I would pick Houston all day long because they're just the better team. But you know how the NFL works? They're hot. They're hot. They're hot. The darling, the darling, the darling. They won two in a row. They beat the Jags and the Steelers. Oh, they're going to win the South. All these questions. Everything comes up. Now it's hype and it's this. They're going to go on the road to Atlanta. Maybe they look a little bit more flat. Atlanta's favored by two. Maybe this is the game that Ritter does a little bit of something. Arthur Smith went too long last year with Marcus Mariota. I think this year he's going to figure out real quick, I ain't going that long with Desmond Ritter. I think Atlanta needs to put every single chip in the middle of the table and go get one of these top quarterbacks in the draft this year. No matter where they land, I don't care how many draft picks it takes in this year and next year. If it means getting Drake May, if it means going out to get a Caleb Williams, I'm telling you right now, I would trade eight, nine picks for one of those guys right now if I'm Atlanta. I have that offense. I have B. John Robinson. I have Kyle Pitts. The target haven't been there. Pitts has been horrible at blocking this year. Listen, C.J. Stroud and Nico Collins, they may flourish more than Atlanta in that building because of the inside nature and all the rest. It's very possible, but because the NFL is wild and these, I can't remember going through the first four weeks of a season in my Pick'em League and really picks across the board. National people are like under 500 right now. <clears throat> you can't predict anything. Houston, we thought, was left for dead. They come back and beat on uh, the, their last two opponents. They were unbelievable in those games. I think now the momentum maybe halts a little bit. I think this is a grinded-out game, and I think they lose late. Atlanta by a field goal in this game, 20-17. to 17. Panthers at the Lions, no reason to pick Carolina whatsoever in this game. Every advantage goes towards the Detroit Lions, especially offensively. You've got Jared Goff, veteran quarterback. He's playing at an MVP level. That's right, I said it, MVP level. They should be pushing people around on the line of scrimmage. The Panthers cannot generate a pass rush. The Panthers cannot protect Bryce Young. 
The Panthers do not have playmakers. The Panthers are 0-4. The Panthers are going on the road. This is such a mismatch. It isn't even funny. The Lions are favored by 9.5 points. Who on God's earth is going to block Aiden Hutchinson for the Carolina Panthers? Who on God's earth is going to stop David Montgomery running the football? The play-action pass. Amon uh, Amon Ross St. Brown catching the football. I'm all in right now on the Lions, man. They're 3-1. and Overall, they're one and one at home. <clears throat> they're favored by nine and a half. I don't bet, but if I did, I would bet the house and the car on the Lions. 33 to 13. Detroit gets it done. Titans at Colts. Derrick Henry last week. We saw a little bit of gas still left in that tank. They're going on the road. Is you know what happens in this game? Is it the flair in the Anthony Richardson game and playmaking and Pittman, or is it the grinded out, boring Titans coming to town and just running it down your throats, just enough play action, physicality, defense, and Mike Vrabel? Which one's it going to be? Who's going to win which way? I'm going to take, believe it or not, the home team. I'm going to take the Colts. The Titans are favored by a point. I'm going to go Colts 24 to 20 in this game. Giants at Dolphins. Oh my goodness. The Giants should be 0-4 right now. They came back on the Arizona Cardinals a couple of weeks ago. They've gotten murdered by the Cowboys, murdered by the 49ers. They got smoked by the Seahawks at home, where I think a lot of Giant fans are on the verge of wearing brown bags. Look, they should not have paid Daniel Jones. They gave the franchise tag to Saquon Barkley. Maybe they shouldn't have done that as well. And now they have to go into Miami. Miami's going to be pissed. Miami got, you know, shellacked last week by the Bills. This offense, unstoppable. The Giants secondary, horrific. The middle of the field people, horrific. The Giants, we heard about the injuries, but what about everybody else with injuries, right? I mean, the Dolphins had guys go down, Armstrong and company last week. The Seahawks had injuries last week. You know, multiple tackles go down. Geno Smith goes down. I'm telling you right now, I mean, I don't have any idea how the Giants keep this game, you know, even remotely within two scores. Um, Again, the NFL is so wild. What I just said will probably happen. You know, it'll be the complete opposite. But, gosh, I mean, this is a road game. It's going to be in the heat. It's supposed to be 91, uh, excuse me, 87 degrees and like a 100 uh, degree heat index. I mean, how the Giants going to cover Tyreek Hill? Jalen Waddell? You know? A chain? I I, I I don't see Mostert, Tua Tunga Viola playing at MVP level. <clears throat> I don't see it. I'm going Miami 41 to 10 in this football game. 40. Actually, no. You know what? I think the Giants are going to be able to score a little bit more than that. Let's go 41 to 20. Uh, uh, Dolphins win it by three scores. Ravens at Steelers. If there was ever a moment where the Pittsburgh Steelers needed to save their season, losing to Houston last week, the Kenny Pickett banged up situation. You have a rival coming to town. Lamar played great last week against Cleveland. Again, this is where a team starts to fly high. They're in the driver's seat, media hype, hyperbole, but and all of a sudden they come crashing down because they have to play a division team that really slows them down. You know, they they track them down, they get them stuck in the mud and all the rest. I think this game's going to be a brutal dogfight. I really do. And it's going to come down to, can the Pittsburgh Steelers neutralize enough Lamar Jackson plays throwing it and running it? It's that simple. And you want to blanket Mark Andrews. You want to have TJ Watt and company get to the quarterback. I'm going out on a limb here. I'm picking Pittsburgh. This is just how this, it's topsy-turvy every week, man. I mean, every single week presents a new narrative for every single team in the NFL. The Bills were left for dead after week one. The Bills now, people are saying, might be the best team in the AFC. They might be the best team in the NFL, right? I'm going Pittsburgh. I'm going close. I'm going late field goal. I'm going 23-21 in the Steel City. Meanwhile, 
We have a bunch of 4 o'clock games to preview and the Sunday Nighter and the Monday Nighter with the Cowboys and the 49ers on Sunday night, by the way, which will be a ratings bonanza. Could you imagine? I'm, I'm assuming we're going to get into that $35 million territory. And uh, we are brought to you here on the ML Sports Platter by our great friends at Camillo's Golf Club, Stumbling Monkey Brewing Company, and Trey Waluski of Under Armour Golf. Hey, listen to this. You business owners out there, you can buy Under Armour Golf and other apparel direct from Trey Waluski and get your gear for wholesale. That's right. No middleman markup with Trey. All you have to do is email Sales at gmail.com. That's Trey, T-R-E-Y, P-G-A Sales at gmail.com. A proud ML Sports Platter sponsor is Trey Waluski of Under Armour Golf. Make sure you order with Trey today. More NFL Week 5 preview here on the ML Sports Platter next. Mike Lindsley back with you. It is the ML Sports Platter, all brought to you by your great friends at Elevate Fitness of Syracuse, Welch and Company Jewelers, and Jam and Beats. We have the 4 o'clock games, the Sunday night game, and of course, the Monday night football game as well to preview. And don't forget... While you're out and about in Central New York, make sure you donate and support to Music for the Mission, uh, helping the homeless and hungry in Central New York in conjunction with title sponsor Stanley Law Offices. Uh, Stanley Law Offices is a proud ML Sports Platter sponsor, and you can uh, go see Music for the Mission online. They have a ton of awesome events where uh, you know there's raffles and bands and all the rest, and you can raise a bunch of money. And you can donate directly on the website as well at musicforthemission.org. That's music for the mission. Dot org. Eagles at the Rams. This is maybe, for me, the most fascinating game of the week. Really. I mean, the Rams, to me, have been one of the three key surprises in the NFL this year. The other two would be the Cardinals for how they played really hard. I know they're 1-3, but how they've looked. They could easily be 2-2. Two and two. Frankly, they could be 3-1. and one. Um, The Rams are 2-2. Two and two. The Rams beat the Seahawks. The Rams could be 3-1. and one. The Rams uh, went toe-to-toe with the Niners for a while. Um... The Rams uh, uh, really, you know, they could have lost last week, though, to the Colts, you know, uh, as well. Um, But this is a team that's home. The Eagles have to fly across the country. For as good as the Eagles are, they still haven't played A-plus football from A to Z. They played A-plus football on defense in long periods of time. Jalen Hurts has played A-plus for a quarter here, a quarter there. A.J. Brown, uh, they're, they're the best running team in the NFL, probably. They have the best offensive line. Um, they have played a plus in some phases for you know length uh, duration right lengths of time no question uh, special teams but offense defense special teams like all together at once from the beginning of the game to the end of the game we haven't seen that um, we've seen the offense go and explode late in the game like they did against the commanders uh, AJ Brown is unstoppable when he gets going uh, the defense led by all the Georgia guys and Fletcher Cox and company and, and big play slay. <clears throat> they've been dominating at times, quarter here, quarter there, or two quarters in a row, but not for a full game. When they're not dominating, the offense is. When the offense isn't dominating, the defense is. So can they put it all together? Can they do it here as they travel 3,000 miles you know, to the West Coast? I'm not sure. Uh, the Rams right now, you've got Nakua. You've got a lot of confidence. You have Matt Stafford playing like a warrior, 1,200 plus yards, by the way, already this season. He's got to cut down on the interceptions a little bit, but this is big boy head coach Sean McVay. This is a big boy opportunity. If the Rams win this game, what are we going to be talking about? Are we going to be going down the boulevard that we were at a few years ago with the NFC West? We started this year with, eh, Cardinals stink. Eh, Rams stink. It's a 49er Seahawk world. 
The division used to be really, really awesome top to bottom, but it's just not that good anymore. It's, it's a two-horse race. Ooh. I mean, what are we going to do? It might still be a two-horse race after this game, but are we going to start talking about that awesome depth now again and that it's a lot more than just Seattle and San Francisco? Probably, right? Because like I said, every single week has a new narrative for every single team in the NFL. I'm going to take the Eagles on the road, but I'm doing it with caution because the Eagles are 4-0 and every team, doesn't matter how great you are, <clears throat> every team is like due to lose, right? So like a turnover here, turnover over there. I think the Rams need to try to get a couple of turnovers on defense to work a short field and get some easy points in this game. I'm going to pick Philadelphia, but I'm not going to be shocked if the Rams pull it off. 28-24, give me the Eagles on the road. Bengals at the Cardinals, banged up Joe Burrow. Love the way the Cardinals are playing, lots of fight. Since he favored by three, I'm picking Arizona. Jamar Chase says he's open all the time. Really interesting. Uh, he's averaging half uh, of the yards per catch as he did, I think, a year ago. Jamar Chase is an attitude problem. The offensive line looks terrible, and Burrow's banged up. I'm going Cardinals at home, 23-20. to Cincinnati favored by three. Jets at Broncos. Interesting game here. Sean Payton, what are you going to do to try and neutralize that Jets defense led by Quinn and Williams? I think the Jets could easily go in here to this game and win, but I think Zach Wilson makes more mistakes than Russell Wilson. I think Sean Payton outcoaches Robert Sala, and I'm going to go Denver at home, 27-20. to Meanwhile, Chiefs at Vikings. Very interesting spot here for Minnesota, a team that's one and three. I thought they'd be better at this particular point. They still have yet to win at home. Um, Patrick Mahomes looked like dog crap last week against the Jets, throwing three picks. This is a very difficult game for me to pick because I think it's very, 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 very doable for Minnesota to win at home. But am I really going to trust, again, big stage, big game, fourth quarter, Kirk Cousins offensive line together? Ah, I always have to go Chiefs. I always pick the Chiefs. Why? Mahomes, Kelsey, Reed. Yeah. Um, Let's go, let's go Kansas City. High scoring game. High scoring game here. 34 to 31. Chiefs get it on a late field goal in Minnesota. Ratings bonanza time on Sunday night football. Tarico and Collinsworth. Cowboys at the 49ers. Easy, easy, easy to pick 49ers here. They dominate Dak Prescott. They're favored by four. Micah Parsons and company, they're going to have to make some plays on defense. They're going to have to try to clog lanes. They're going to try to have to get some tackles for loss, maybe get that short field like I spoke about um, with some other teams this week, like the Rams, for example, against Philadelphia. That is a key thing. If you can get a couple of key turnovers in a game and work a short field and convert them into touchdowns, boy, does that make a big difference. Red zone offense, smart play by Dak Prescott. That's what this game is all about for me, is can Dak Prescott keep up with the Joneses offensively, Brock Purdy, Christian McCaffrey, Ayuk, you know, is Debo a little bit healthier this year, uh, this week? Uh, I, I just, man, I want to pick the Cowboys in this game because again, the 49ers are probably due to lose, but I can't trust Dak Prescott in a big spot, much like I can't trust Kirk Cousins. Again, will not be surprised if the Cowboys win because it is the National Football League, but I'm taking the 49ers here. They're favored by four. I'll take them by three, 30 to 27. 49ers, Christian McCaffrey scores late to win it. Packers at the Raiders. Boy, are the Raiders bad or what? Oh my goodness, Josh McDaniels is just a horrific head coach, no question. They've had to ride on Aiden O'Connell from last week. As I record this, I don't know who's going to be playing uh, at quarter. I assume it's O'Connell again. Uh, Jacobs uh, running the football really hasn't shown that much. And of course, if you don't have a quarterback, your number one wideout, Devontae Adams, can't do a lot. I would tell you right now, I would tear this thing down immediately. I think I've seen enough. Jimmy G's ship has sailed. Um, they should not have, you know, caved in and given Jacobs what he wanted. And Devontae Adams is a megastar who deserves to be in a way better situation, uh, a, a better place, better market with a better offense. I would trade both Max Crosby 
<clears throat> on defense and Devontae Adams. You are 1-3 and three right now. It's going to be impossible to come back from that. You haven't played the Chiefs yet. Uh, yeah, I, I, I just would. I, I would I would at least get, you know, you got the Chandler Jones drama going on. I would trade both of those guys and get freaking hauls for them and try to go find one of the quarterbacks again in the upcoming NFL draft and just rebuild this thing. You know, maybe even cut or trade. I, I would trade Jacobs too. I mean, trade them all. Get 10, 12, 14 draft picks for three big-time bonafide stars. Having said that, I got a weird feeling about this game. I think the Raiders are going to hang in there late, but I don't think that they get enough done. I think the Packers' defense and overall wit wins this game 24-23. to Idle teams, Browns, Chargers, Seahawks, and Buccaneers. There you go. Week 5 preview in the NFL. Mike Lindsley here with you on the ML Sports Platter, brought to you by our great friends at CH Insurance. Elevate Fitness of Syracuse and Bonnet Sales and Service. Hey, when your garage door fails, call Bonnet Sales and Service. Go ahead and log on to their website as well. Free estimates are available. Check them out at bonnetsalesandservice.com. They have been servicing Central New York for over 50 years. And a tip of the cap thank you as well to the Vince Aguera Consulting Group, Brewerton Ace Hardware, the Al and Angus Pub, and our awesome friends at Liverpool Physical Therapy. If you are in need of PT today, go with my friends at Liverpool Physical Therapy. As I always tell you, enjoy the games. This is Joe Convertino Jr. at CH Insurance. Over the years, the Orange have set a great example of teamwork, and it's what we strive toward every day with our talented team, clients, and partners. Follow us on social media. Go SU! We're in your corner. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.